podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is produced by Della Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled Keep a Beat, a music enrichment program for early childhood educators and presented by Camille Geist. Camille Geist is an associate professor and director of music therapy at Ohio University. Her main interest is using rhythm to improve attention in preschool students from challenging social economic backgrounds. She developed the Keep a Beat training program for early childhood educators to use rhythm to improve engagement in the classroom. This podcast introduces Stephanie, an early childhood educator who offered to be the test person for the Keep a Beat training model. I have embarked on a journey of developing and implementing a music enrichment program for early childhood educators so they can learn how to use rhythm to gain joint and sustained attention during group activities with students ages 3 to 5. The program is named Keep a Beat, and I'll refer to it as CAB as I update you on how this program is progressing. A brief recap of the past seven years. The CAB concept began about seven years ago with a pilot study conducted by my husband, Dr. Eugene Geist, Kathleen Kuznick, a music therapy student, and myself at the Ohio University Child Development Center in Athens, Ohio, where we observed and documented attention behaviors of children ages four and five during group instruction learning early mathematics. Um, it was during this study, and that, that is Geist, Geist, and Kuznick, 2012, when Keep a Beat was born. We observed that there was better group attention during learning activities when rhythm was used. Furthermore, throughout the school day, the children spontaneously practiced the early mathematics concepts taught during the music groups more than the verbal-only lessons. Children sang the songs on the playground, children clapped the beat when they were singing, and when interviewed, spoke about the music activities when asked about the mathematics concepts. I realized that with minimal training, an hour video session, and one on-site consultation, and minimal application, one time per day for one week, even the most non-musically trained educators were able to gain group attention better when providing a steady beat than without it. However, after we left, these strategies were used less often and soon disappeared in the classroom. When I visited the center a year later, the same teachers had reverted back to spoken-only strategies. My interest was piqued. What educator training methods work best to help teachers continue to use new learning strategies? Could a method be transferred to learning and continuing to use music strategies? Also, my personal interest, how could this method be used with educators who work in schools or centers for children from impoverished home environments? Ultimately, the goal of the Keep a Beat CAP Educator Training Program is to provide early childhood educators at schools where the majority of the students are from low socioeconomic status homes with an effective, easy-to-learn, music-based rhythm strategy when faced with inattentive behaviors during group instruction. During the spring of 2013 semester, I decided that the CAB training needed to be solidified, and the best way to do that would be to work with one educator who agreed to serve as the role of the test case. Meet Stephanie. Stephanie is a young educator of 10, 3- and 4-year-old students at a preschool where most of the children receive state subsidies. Stephanie and I worked together for about 11 weeks, and we continue to work together this summer. 
Before describing the educator training modalities developed as a result of the test case, I would like to mention that Stephanie taught me a lot about the process of change. How does one integrate a completely foreign concept and strategy into daily routine? The transformation I observed in her was amazing. She changed from using limited music, such as singing a weather song, to infusing rhythm naturally every day in the group responses. Singing with confidence and using musical elements such as tempo and volume to elicit behavioral responses. She also incorporated using music throughout her day and with other activities. One time during the training, I came to the school and she excitedly related how she had facilitated a movement parade with the children from all the classrooms on the playground. I was only able to come to her classroom once a week and could only speak briefly with her after the group sessions. However, this training was different from previous times as the sessions were video recorded and made available to her to watch at her leisure. My graduate students assisted by making the recordings and transcribing the data. We met with Stephanie a few times during the 11-week period to review video and to discuss how the project was going. We also practiced songs and spoke in-depth about her own issues and stresses she might be experiencing. When I first started coming to the classroom, Stephanie expressed a willingness to participate, but seemed a bit resistant to trying the strategy. In this training with Stephanie, video, record video recordings show a teacher who initially did not smile much when leading group sessions. However, by the end of the training, she transformed into a teacher who smiled most of the time. Her change in affect and behavior in such a short time is remarkable. Once she was acclimated to using the rhythm, Stephanie began to use musical elements such as dynamics, tempo, and varied range. She expressed a keen interest in learning more about the research on how rhythm affects behavior and showed a desire to have the program continue. She was happy with her accomplishments and how the children responded to her. Also, after Stephanie infused rhythm into her instruction, the whole atmosphere of the classroom seemed to shift from chaotic to calm from stress-filled to fun-filled. While the rhythm primarily was used in transitions during group instruction to gain attention, and as an accompaniment for songs, its effect extended beyond those boundaries. I believe that this was the impetus to a positive, learning-filled, socially supportive environment. I believe change happened once Stephanie began to own the rhythm. However, this ownership came with practice and support. The level of support was determined based on her needs, and the needs of the classroom. The theory of the training. The Keep a Beat training involves several modalities of learning for the educator and of teaching for the trainer. The approach combined humanistic, technical didactic, and developmental reflective models from Gall and Atkinson 2011. The training is teacher-centered grounded in which the educator views as the stressful situations in the classroom and what the teacher wants to teach. It is a technical didactic in that there is certain rhythmic technique that must be learned. The developmental reflective models come into play as the training allows for teachers to reflect on their practice through watching videos of themselves leading the group. The teacher can reflect first by talking through what happened during the video and then spend time with the clinical trainer discussing what happened, how it felt, and what might be a plan for the future. The developmental model comes into play as a teacher will be ready to implement rhythm depending on his or her developmental level of musical ability. Schwartz in 2008 states that we all experience music in a developmental way. 
When individuals feel comfortable with music, they can then control it. Once they control it, they can share it with others and become responsible. As this is developmentally appropriate for children, it is developmentally applicable for adults. The teaching theoretical model seems to be primarily in line with direct instruction and problem-based learning incorporated in the feedback sessions. Teacher training modalities. The educator training portion of future studies includes one informational session, an interview with each teacher, an on-site classroom observation for each teacher, a full-day training workshop, weekly practice assignments for the teacher, and on-site classroom demonstrations and feedback from the music therapist daily during the final month of the teacher training. During training, a website will be made available to the teacher. Qualitative and quantitative measures will be taken and analyzed as appropriate to the data set for each training modality. So I'm going to now describe the different parts of the training. There's an informational session. This is during the usually this is the session that is the only thing that gets done, but this is just part of a more complex, more integrated teacher training model. During the informational session held during the first month of the training, the teachers will learn about the need for the project, their role in the project, expectations, and time commitment. The consent to participate will be distributed at this meeting. Once consent is given, teachers will be given the access login and password for the website. Interviews and classroom observation. Although this takes time, this is integral to the training. In order to effectively train teachers with different musical backgrounds, the music therapist referred to <coughs> excuse me, as the trainer will spend time talking with the teachers about their music background. The teachers will be asked about their experience and comfort level with music, music teaching strategies they currently use, if any, how often they use these strategies in the classroom, and what, if any, musical instruments they currently use. The trainer will then observe each teacher during group instruction prior to the full-day training noting style of teaching, typical routine, and general engagement in the classroom. The training workshop will then be this. Following the interviews and the initial classroom observations, the trainer will prepare for the full-day teacher training workshop. Training will take place at the end of the second month following the outline of the CAB training manual developed for the project. I'd like to correct myself in saying this is usually where we stop. Usually there's a training manual and then there's a training workshop and then we stop. But in this training we continue. Weekly assignments and daily direct teaching modeling and supervision. The trainer will continue to intensely work with teachers by observing and helping deliver the intervention for the last two months of the teacher training. Initially, the trainer will run most of the group experiences, asking the teacher to prepare at least one experience each week to implement during group time. The assignment strategies will be based on the curriculum needs of the teacher determined by a weekly or bi-weekly meeting with the trainer for brainstorming and practice techniques. Video of these techniques will then be made available specifically for the teacher. Um, the music-based assignments will be designed to be teacher-centric as the trainer hopes that this will intrinsically motivate the educator to be prepared for their group learning activities. Over the eight-week period of classroom modeling and supervision training, the teacher will gradually take over the group using the intervention. The Keep a Beat intervention, just to remind you, teachers will be trained to implement the following strategies. Keep a steady beat by either marching, patting their lap, or clapping or playing the steady beat on an instrument. 
Two, chant or sing during a lesson or a transition between lessons while keeping a steady beat. And or three, redirect off-task behavior by chanting or singing while keeping a steady beat. There's just three. The music-based strategies will be created by the researcher in consultation with the teacher, determined appropriate based on the curricular needs of the class, and taught until minimal proficiency is attained. I look forward to sharing the results of future studies as they become available and the results of this study this spring. Thanks for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2013.